0: Obviously we're going to, um, I guess we should say that we're going to have spoilers. I haven't said anything spoilery yet. Yeah,
1: but uh, this is your warning. This is a this will be the spoiler big warning. spoiler for Ms. Marvel and Thor Love and Thunder up ahead.
0: What is up everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. I'm Connor.
1: And I'm Matt. Um, but this episode is going to be very much Marvel heavy. So a couple weeks ago, Ms. Marvel finished up. I think that was last week. And then Thor Love and Thunder came out a couple weeks ago in theaters. So we wanted to give you guys a nice special to kind of discuss our opinion on these two recent Marvel things before the next Marvel projects come out.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: So so I figure we'll split this kind of episode into two. We'll start with Ms. Marvel. We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll do Thor Love and Thunder.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good to me.
1: So, Connor, let's start with what was your overall thoughts for Ms Marvel? 6 episodes. This is your first this is your first Disney Plus Marvel show, correct?
0: Uh no. I watched uh some of uh Vision WandaVision.
1: You watched uh, did you not just watch the first episode and that was it?
0: I've watched the the first 3 episodes of
1: WandaVision. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then well after watching uh Doctor Strange, I was obviously a little bit more interested in maybe checking it out
1: possibly. But Makes sense. Sense okay, so Ms. Marvel's your first completed Disney Plus Marvel show, yes. So let's start with that. Uh, what was your thoughts overall? Uh,
0: overall, th- I mean, I thought it was decent, I don't think it was amazing, but I thought it was. I, um, based on like reviews that I saw that were in the realm of sixes, sevens out of tens, I would say, yeah, 7.5 maybe, 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it had, um, I thought it was definitely very unique, obviously. It is um, heavily focused on like a different culture, which is both nice to see in the MCU as well as like just in general in film. Um, it was cool to see. Obviously, we're Canadian and there was a starring a Canadian actor, which was cool. Um, I'm also pretty sure
1: she's the first Islamic um, actor in the MCU. Like, Yeah, I think she, she might be the first actress, yeah, especially of a main character like there right, might have yeah, like some a main supporting role. characters so, later on which, which
0: is awesome to see um it was also cool because it did give some more it gave like background for history a little bit not like crazy but into uh like india and pakistan and stuff like that so i know I'm, i feel like a lot of the negative is like people that just um aren't aware of the culture and are you know Maybe not signing up for a history lesson. Maybe that's how their opinion is. Um, Overall, I thought it was. I thought the action scenes were good. I thought some of the CGI wasn't definitely not as high quality. Um, Closer to the end, like um, obviously we're gonna. um, I guess we should say that we're gonna have spoilers. I haven't said anything spoilery
1: yet. Yeah, but uh, this is your warning. This is uh, a big spoiler for Ms. Marvel and Thor: Love and Thunder up ahead.
0: But I, um, for the, um, the young lad who also gets powers, the similar cosmic powers. Yeah. He, when he starts kind of going off, his, the CGI was a little bit more, I don't know, it just didn't, it didn't look as natural as Ms. Marvel's. But, but I, to I, be
1: fair, I think that was, the CGI difference was in the comics, that character has powers as well, and like that color, like almost like, hard chipped like hard corner kind of style they did with his power versus ms marvel that's what he's kind of like in the comics i think
0: Mm -hmm. but i just yeah no it wasn't the color obviously i got like the different that's how they were differentiating them but i just mean like the things he was doing it's hard to explain they just felt more out of place than ms marvel's like the kind of like the sharpness of her the artwork done on hers at least that's like from my point of view Um, but overall I thought, you know, the story was cute, kind of like a coming of age story for, it was nice. Also young female character, you know, who's like dealing with her own family issues, like her own like strict family and, you know, has to deal with all the classic, you know, high school life as well. So I thought it was good overall. I don't think it was like amazing, but I thought it
1: was decent. Aaron, what did you think of the subtle nod, I guess? I don't want to say no subtle nod, like we're getting to see more damage control, finally. Because we... I know it's super random, but we saw a little bit of them in S- Spider-Man No Way Home, I think. And then I want to say we see them in the beginning of Spider-Man Homecoming. Because aren't those the people that, like, try to clean up the area and then Vulture's character steals some of the... The gear. The, the Chitari stuff?
0: Yeah. I mean, control? I didn't really care for them.
1: <laughs> I mean, they were kind of just there, really. I, uh...
0: Yeah, I think that was the one confusing thing. You were kind of, like, questioning who the bad guys were. And I don't think damage control necessarily is bad. They're the just I- trying
1: to clean up the mess.
0: Well, not even just that. The idea of them trying to find, a you know, a, teen, like a kid who has powers that's potentially could cause danger to others makes sense in a way. I don't know if it te- it makes sense for it to be that specific government entity. That feels like there should be some sort of other entity existing in the MCU that handles finding gifted kids and making sure they have the appropriate role models or learn how to use their powers, etc. I don't think that that should necessarily be on you know, the cleanup crew, but obviously they make them kind of seem like they're the bad guys, and then we take a turn, and then... The djinn. Are the bad guys, but then they're not the bad guys, and then we go back to damage control but causing turns chaos out to again. Be
1: like the boyfriendy character that's not quite the boyfriend yet, and he wasn't and even
0: bad. He was just like
1: upset, really. Yeah, he was just frustrated. And young then, teenagers, you know.
0: And he, yeah, he was acting out, and then damage control was attacking innocent civilians and kids classic which was pretty cliche in terms of like you know she got the direct order to step down make you know she's making damage control look bad and then she, they go in anyways classic cliche for sure that was definitely like you know very predictable also was also predictable with the um the mom sacrificing herself to save her kid even though like she was totally going to destroy the whole world so she can go back to her own but home also that
1: sacrifice didn't make sense though i didn't get I why that Larry gave him confused. powers Yeah, like she sacrificed herself and then all of a sudden her son got powers She sacrificed herself
0: to close the gate. Like, was there something we missed? Uh, Maybe. But she sacrificed herself to close the gate, right? So the gate didn't destroy the world. But I don't know why exactly that gave him powers. Yeah, exactly. That I'm not too clear about. To be fair, we didn't do too much research into the show after watching it. We definitely wanted to come in more just opinions yeah like, this is also coming from people that really didn't read anything when it came to Ms. Marvel. No, like, like
1: I know bits and pieces of Ms. Marvel like she was in the champions and she was important when it came to the inhumans. Yeah, which she doesn't seem to be an
0: inhuman in this context. Exactly. She has a
1: mutation gene. Which, which they don't specify
0: they didn't is. specify X gene or anything. So no, I mean that she's can... a
1: mutant. Are you okay with that? Are you not okay with that?
0: I mean I don't really care. I mean, at the end of the day, mutants and and the Inhumans are very, very, very. It's like looking in a mirror in sense of like powers. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, you got your powers from this, and you got your powers from this. But overall, it's just people with powers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just two separate ways of. It's a way that Marvel separated two separate teams, or yeah, separate much. Yeah, yeah. or races of people. Right. Yeah. Like, you have the X Men who in the in the mutant gene who's going through everything. And then that um, in the comics, right, they have the mutant, the X-gene um, humans are dying off.
1: Yeah, so that goes back to the Infinity storyline when you have the Terrigen Mist Bomb that explodes and it causes a bunch of humans to become inhumans. And then that actually becomes a poison for mutants. And they're all slowly dying off on the top of the fact that a lot of them died not that long before that either. But yeah, the mutants are slowly dying. So it kind of, think, their attempt to bring the inhumans to light. Right, because the Inhumans are pretty old. Like they did pop up in the original Fantastic Four comic years ago with the royal family of Black Bolt and Medusa, and
0: yeah. Um, and I mean, for me, like it's not. I don't know, know too much about the comic story, but I don't think she was heavily involved with the hu- Inhumans either. No, I don't think so. either. I think it was just more. It's of not like, a like she was like age, in the crew, hero. you know. Like it's just like that was just like
1: just someone else that got powers, kind of. Thing. Yeah,
0: like the way of explaining how she got her powers, you know. One too many radioactive people, too many mutants, you know? Let's uh, let's get a more... I mean,
1: I'm happy they didn't go the weird, like, full inhuman route where she was in a cocoon for a little bit. Because in the comics, she was in a cocoon. She was thinking about Captain Marvel. And when she breaks out of the cocoon, she already has her costume.
0: Oh, that's interesting. It's it's
1: very odd. Like, she manifested her costume. But then that leads into her powers, I think, in the comics. But I'm not sure, because her power... What are Captain Marvel's powers? Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel both uh captain marvel who used to be ms marvel has cosmic powers and somehow connects to the kree because of a character named captain marvel who is a kree person i think but then ms marvel is an inhuman which pretty much has any powers you could ever think of or a fraction of it because she has like a healing factor she has super strength she can like become big like giant man and she also has the ability to shape shift and kind of stretchy, kind of stretchy, but she's also malleable I'm like basically anything. But I think she, since she's a younger character, she can't like her healing factor does not compare to Wolverine's kind of thing.
0: In the comics, her stretching was her actual arm, though. You yeah, know? like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like, like, like a, a cosmic... cosmic
1: power because of a bangle.
0: Well, I, I think that just unlocked her power, yeah, obviously. I think so too. She already clearly had some sort of power mutation, yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, some parts were definitely better written than others as well, but
1: I mean, I think it was a solid coming of age story for Marvel to kind of introduce some new characters.
0: I thought the family dynamic was funny.
1: I loved the brother. I thought the brother was the best part of the show.
0: Yeah, his hum- his Mother's humor was brother. the best. Some of the humor wasn't was the not the the best in Didn't it. Miss, you know, yeah, but his uh, his he was pretty great. The brother.
1: And what do you think of the the ending of her shape shifting into into Captain Marvel? I think I think that's what it was because they don't I don't think she like switched places because that wouldn't make sense.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: But I'm assuming she unlocked I, I, her shape shifting ability.
0: Yeah, I would assume it's shape shifting. I think it was just there as obviously like a like.
1: Oh no, Marvel! Well, it's
0: a, it's a very good like cliffhanger. Like you know, people are gonna be like, "What just happened?" Is that Captain Marvel? Did Is she, that not did Captain she, Marvel? Yeah, exactly. So I think that that's just kind of like the clever cliffhanger to kind of get people in. I will mm-hmm. say, though, her suit looked great. I did, oh, I my did God. like the Ms. Marvel suit that her mom... And I thought the touch of her mom making it and stuff... It was, like It was cute. Especially it with early symbolic. in the show, the whole Hulk cosplay. And so I thought it was really cute that her mom made the the costume and it looked really good. Mm-hmm. And obviously her mom clearly knows that her daughter
1: loves Captain Marvel. so Yeah, it kind of worked well. And I think it was... I think it's got to be one of the best comic book accurate costumes we've seen in the MCU, in my opinion. Like, there's definitely some other pretty good ones, personally. Like, Moon Knight, I think, has got a really good costume.
0: Yeah, Moon Knight's got a good costume. I mean, Iron Man. Typical, yeah. The Iron Man 1, Iron Man, was pretty yeah. spot on. But, yeah, it didn't feel like they took too many, um, like, uh, when you look at, like, Spider- Spider-Man's costume for every movie ever, it's always just, like, slightly different than what, like, Spider-Man look like just to like differentiate that this is the movie Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Well even like you can make an example of like Vision for example. Yeah. But like her, I don't know.
0: hers was comic accurate. Definitely yeah.
1: felt great. Right down to the red scarf.
0: Yeah, right down to the red scarf, which which was cute. I I definitely yeah. I really liked that the that scene in the that might be one of my my favorite scenes with the mom giving her her costume.
1: I think it was just a wholesome show. Like it wasn't the best show, but it was still like a wholesome like it was yeah. wholesome.
0: It was different. It focused on another another culture within the world, which is nice to see as well. It's not just another random white guy that has powers that's going to do something. So that was nice to exactly. see as well.
1: No, I 100% agree. Do you think like do you think it's going to get a season 2 or like do you have any expectations for the second Captain Marvel movie? Like what do you think is next for? I mean, I would Kamala?
0: assume the second Captain Marvel movie has Ms. Marvel in it. Yeah, yeah. So
1: right? the second Captain Marvel movie is called The Marvels and it will yeah. have her somebody from another disney plus show which i will not spoil for you and then obviously captain marvel
0: yeah so i think that that will be i don't have any expectations um personally at least like i'm not looking forward nor (laughs) am i yeah like like, i'm against it
1: yeah i don't think i'm like but i feel like that's kind of like just me
0: with the mcu in general right now like i'm just like there's not too many things that i'm just like gung-ho ready to you're not like... excited
1: for the new she hulk tv show or
0: mm, not really no no i think one I mean, when... same but like when fantastic four gets a movie do <laughs>
1: you know the russo brothers actually came out today and said that their dream is to make a secret awards movie
0: oh yeah they just say every big marvel title i guess
1: well, like, uh, i think do you think that's just them trying to make a way to make Make sure marvel keeps them employed
0: <laughs> maybe yeah maybe they're just telling like kevin foggy they're like we want to do secret war and he's just like that's oh, a big project and they're like, they're like
1: well, we could well, do we've it we've done it something like that before
0: yeah that's i mean i would be interested to see how it would be adapted on the big screen because the thing the is dr doom well and the thing is you can only have how long of stories right like that's the thing when you look at civil war they really crammed it in also there aren't that many characters in the mcu so obviously it wasn't to the same yeah but i think extent of even civil in the war. last
1: few years we've got access to a lot of new characters oh. like if you look at the mcu from where civil war is compared to now like guardians of the galaxy weren't really right included. but it's not
0: about how many people are in the mcu you're not going to have every single person in the mcu in a captain america civil war movie oh no i
1: 100 agree right
0: like logistically it's just a nightmare it sounds like so a
1: multi-billion dollar project right there if you're going to do it that much
0: yeah, so uh, that's what I mean. Like, when you look at... And I don't I don't know if their plan was originally to break, like, Endgame, like, that into two movies. I think they realized as, like, they were getting there and as they were filming the first
1: half that they are like,
0: there's no way this story is going to be done in no, one. No, no, I think I
1: think their, their original goal... Because the Russo brothers signed on for Avengers 3 and 4. Like, it was known that, like, there was going to be Avengers 3 uh, third, and 4. Third, fourth, yeah. Like, yeah. But, I yeah, I do agree where I don't think they were, like gonna be the same story like you know yeah because wasn't
0: didn't they change the name multiple times they did
1: i think at one point it was called infinity war part one and part two so
0: i mean it there's just you know when it comes to like the big stories they definitely are harder to tell and harder to tell truthfully or you know to the comics which in some cases is good and bad i mean mean, it
1: really goes back to ms marvel because she's has the ex well mutation gene of some sort not in a human right so already there's changes exactly yeah
0: there's already going to be differences to the mcu via comics which would also make like one story that i think would really be really cool is like and you know the x-men versus like avengers like you know
1: oh my gosh i
0: could like dream for that like that would be a pretty crazy movie i would have a lot of people in it but would Ms. marvel be on like the side of the mutants then or would they just only have x-men does she join the x-men in the yeah, mcu where does she, does she have a discussion category. maybe in some point with professor xavier or, or is marvel, there like... a name drop where maybe captain marvel says hey there's this guy that knows all about mutations which reminds me of like the 90s spider-man cartoon because that's where uh peter parker goes yeah because he's like i think
1: i might be a mutant and- Charles was like, "Well, you're kind of, but not yeah. quite." Yeah, yeah. But- he's
0: like having issues with uh turning into the man spider. Yeah, and then he sees uh, a pro- professional, you know, mutation expert, and that mutation expert is obviously Charles Xavier, and he's just like, "You're a mutant, but you're not, you're not the mutants I like."
1: <laughs> well, does not doesn't part say of the that. core squad.
0: <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he's just like, you know, you're not, you know, an X gene. You're a different style mutation.
1: Yeah. Still a mutation, just not a uh, X
0: gene. Yeah, overall, I think Ms. Marvel was. I would I would recommend it to people, and I think it's also something like I know we were touching on this, but it is cool to see, you know, that someone who maybe is Islam, is from the Islamic faith, and you know, to see their own a hero
1: of their own to believe in in terms of the MCU. I think it's phenomenal, honestly. Like someone whether... else to look up to. Whether it's your culture or not, or just trying to get into the MCU, I think this would be even a good starter point just to kind of get a feel of the superhero exposure.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good it's a good jumping on point for some people too, right? Like it's um,
1: people that are scared to get into the MCU, or you like, can kind of
0: follow her story through because we're still relatively early in this new phase of the MCU, so. And kinda... really no
1: one knows what the frick this phase is going to be about or
0: yeah so you can kind of find you know there's a young character that you can kind of follow throughout the mcu and how she goes through it that's fair so i think that that's that's pretty cool
1: all right in conclusion connor you got anything to add about ms marvel
0: um i'm glad it was only six episodes
1: you it's... think if it was anything more than that it i don't on. think they
0: could have done much longer but um six episodes you know it's a pretty quick watch uh i would recommend if obviously if you like the mcu then i would recommend watching it it is definitely a different tone um we haven't really gotten too many of those like coming of
1: age stories so well they kind of stopped that like because i remember like six seven years ago marvel like put their foot down they're like we're not doing origin stories anymore. right and
0: but it's different because it's in a show style right yeah, like, exactly. it's not like forced down your throat it's very like you know you work towards it you kind of get different backstory in different episodes whether it's her family her etc yeah, exactly. So I thought they they handled it pretty well. Six episodes was definitely like a perfect amount. Um, I'm not gonna say you know you should go and get Disney Plus just for it, but. but if th- you're a fan of
1: Marvel, I mean, you might. it. Well yeah, I think Plus it was worth the watch already. That's I
0: think something. it was definitely worth the watch.
1: Alrighty, everyone, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about Thor: Love and Thunder. <music> All right, we're back from our break. Um, hope you guys liked the first part of us talking about Ms. Marvel. Now we're going to jump into Thor, Love, and Thunder. And here is a reminder that this is heavy spoilers ahead. So if you have not seen Thor, Love, and Thunder, you should probably watch that and then come back. Or if you don't care about spoilers, continue to listen on. Yep, that's a good call. Um, so you saw you saw it on release, right? Yeah, I saw it the Friday night.
0: Nice, nice, nice. How was it packed? Was it busy? Oh, yeah.
1: Definitely. I mean, it's Friday night, right? So, first Friday night of a Marvel movie is always packed. The crowd always goes crazy. Honestly, I recommend it to anyone to have an experience of going to a big nerd movie, the opening night or the pre-night. That's Because you always get an insane fan craze. And it's super fun, actually. It adds to the experience.
0: Yeah, I went the the following week, and the theater on a Friday night was the opposite of packed. It was... uh... Not even halfway full. I'm pretty sure. Uh, when I went to see it, but.
1: Well, I mean, you said the week after.
0: Yeah, one week.
1: I guess because like realistically, the Marvel universe is so big now, right? So all the core fans are gonna see it the first week, and then.
0: I don't know. I would assume that the following week would still be pretty busy. At a, at a, it's not like I saw like a late show or an early show. I saw it at seven. Right, seven o'clock. Only one week.
1: Yeah, that's kind of weird, actually.
0: And it's not like I saw it, you know, in not 3D or not, you know, some weird version of the movie. I saw it in 3D in, like, you know, the big AVX for Cineplex. So, it was the main theater. And, yeah, not even halfway full. I thought that was kind of strange. But, yeah, uh, what would you what you think overall of the movie, Matt?
1: Honestly, not, not the best Thor movie, but not the worst one either. Like, a soft... Like, I probably for like almost a seven like a 6.7 almost a seven but not quite a seven mm, yeah i'm thinking
0: like probably a f- five or a six for me
1: really a little bit lower
0: i yeah i just i i, I agree though i don't think it's the worst thor movie
1: yeah, nothing is gonna be but i will in ar- put
0: in an argument that the worst thor movie which i'm not gonna say because we will plan on doing our uh, least favorite movies of the mcu so i'm not gonna spoil which one i think is the worst but I will say that the worst one in terms of mat logic of uh how you like the MCU films is um at least has relevancy.
1: Okay, but the thing about phase four is there's really no relevancy. So it's so shouldn't you just dislike
0: all me. of phase four?
1: No, I actually kind of enjoy it. Phase four is very just fun. It seems to be more like a directorial thing.
0: Oh, so you're just enjoying it because you don't have to there is no at the current moment we're not building up towards the whatever, the conclusion.
1: Well, we'll talk about what my theories <laughs> are of the MCU <laughs> But is that
0: what you like you're like up. liking right now? Is that you're just going in and you're just like, is it a good or bad movie?
1: Well, the phase four, the way I'm looking at phase four is that it's just next generation. You know that Marvel's going to try and set up something. So just bear with them. You know what I mean? Like, you look at phase one. Oh, no, phase one's actually never mind. I'm trying to think of, like...
0: But you know what's crazy, actually, now that you mention that? Because, yeah, we're kind of... Do- we're going through a phase where we're kind of setting up a bunch of the new age of the MCU. The next gen.
1: The next right? generation. Yeah,
0: we don't, you know... We don't have Chris Evans as, you know, Steve Rogers, we, you know, but it is weird. Don't you think it's, I was talking to my brother who I went and saw the film with. And, uh, cause at the end of the movie, they're like, Thor will return. And you're like, how many Thor movies do we need? Well, why are we assuming Thor is going to return? <laughs>
1: yeah. He could in be in the guardians Thor of movie. the galaxy.
0: That's for sure. He could definitely be in a guardians movie or, you know, an Avengers movie, but it is like, if there's another Thor movie. There's a There lot. won't be
1: another Thor movie. There's not going to be. I'm sorry. The no. Asgard will probably. Come. Did you
0: think that there would be four movies for Thor?
1: No. No one thought Thor of all Marvel movies was going to get a, the first fourth film outside of the Avengers. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. Okay.
0: I guess. Do you give credit? I know it's a Captain America movie, but it was like almost a de
1: facto Iron Man 4. For which? For Civil War. Honestly, when you think Captain of Captain America: Civil War is like Avengers 2.5. Yeah, yeah
0: right. when you think of like the role that Tony has in it, like it is almost a a uh, Steve Rogers and Tony
1: Stark story. You're not wrong. Like I can't argue with that. That is 100% accurate. But obviously it's labeled as a Captain America movie, so it is still Captain America heavy, especially with Winter Soldier.
0: Oh, for sure. He does it but like think of Tony's dad and the whole I know, drama it all ties with his family it together. Right? Like, yeah. Like it, it it definitely has we'll call it Iron Man 3.5
1: you're going to call Iron Man 3. I call it Avengers 2.5 because of all the other characters. <laughs> yeah, it does have a lot of characters in it.
0: But back to back to, you know,
1: yeah, forward. so the ending Thor. of it. Let's talk about no, the ending. Yeah, oh no, we'll start from the beginning. <laughs> okay, so personally for the first act of this film, it was too meme-based. Like it was too comedic almost.
0: It was it it's so like hard to like put into words how I feel cuz I kind of get where they're going, right? Like the success of Thor 3 of Thor Ragnarok that's kind of the route they took, right? They took this Same more director. They and they took a more comedic approach to the character because Thor is kind of a dry and kind of a boring character. So they did make him more interesting. I thought that the humor was a bit I mean, I haven't rewatched. It maybe that's part of the problem, but I felt like it was a little bit better, like less cringy. But outside of the hammer scenes.
1: Yeah. The weird hammer scenes were very cringy.
0: But they went really hard in this movie. For humor and it was you can say hit or miss but it was a lot of miss I remember my brother when we were like driving home literally said he's like I did not find anything funny is what he said like he did not find a single part funny like did you think that the, the reindeer were funny the
1: goats the goats, yeah. goats <laughs> already I just called the reindeer
0: because they're flying but
1: I thought the goats were funny for the first few times and then the screaming goat joke got old
0: I thought that goats, I didn't laugh, but I like maybe slightly like smiled when I they first come in and they're screaming and like, you already know that the, like that alien race is just trying to get rid of them. And Thor's like, oh yeah, I'll take them on. I'll take your goats. It's fine. And he's like totally pumped about it. Yeah. I thought that was, made me smile. And the only part that maybe made me chuckle was when, um, Nebula like wants to kill them. Yep. That was probably the only time I, like, actually maybe, like, audibly
1: laughed at them. See, the one joke that missed the most for me, and I think it's just because I'm not the biggest fan of this actress, is Melissa McCarthy showing up as Hella. Like, the performance they did of, like, retelling of Thor Ragnarok, I thought it was kind of, I was like, okay, yeah, this is what happened in the third movie. But it's just, Melissa McCarthy showing up as Hella, that was definitely supposed to be, like, a joke. And, like, oh, look, it's Melissa McCarthy. But I was like, yay, it's Melissa McCarthy.
0: I mean, it was interesting. I mean, that basically sums up that she won't be a character in the movie, like in That's any. That's true. Any Sorry, MC Matt MC Damon movies.
1: playing Loki in the theater performance.
0: Yeah, I thought that overall, that I liked the plays. I mean, it was, she was unexpected. I I didn't know anything going in, so when she showed up, I was just kind of like, I had to do like get double take and be like, Wait is that? Sec. Yeah, is that is that her? But it was, and you know, the play was something. It was it was something. It was something indeed. Um, but I, uh, yeah, the first act was,
1: it was very, very, very heavy on, yeah, making jokes. Yeah, like... the memes, the comedic aspect, but then, you know, going into, like, second act, going into third act, like, it became a little bit more serious, but I think it was definitely just because Gore the God Butcher was a more serious character, I guess.
0: Yeah, I thought... I thought he was a good, I didn't know any, I don't, didn't know, still don't know much about him as a character going in, but I did think, uh, I thought Christian Bale's performance was pretty good. I um, love the cinematography he, that yeah. came with All of his
1: scenes were very good. The absence of color was, add yeah, to the subtleness. that subtle was really uns- cool. I guess the Obviously, unsettledness. the
0: shadowing stuff was cool. Like, it was just overall very creepy character, too. It was actually pretty violent, some of the stuff in there, too. Even, mm-hmm. like, the opening scene with the god, and he, like, when he kills him, you're just
1: like, whoa. And then it just goes straight to the comedy bits. Yeah. Then goes to the Guardians of the Galaxy. What a joke. So do you think for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I'm not sure, do you think we're going to have a movie? Or do you think this is where the Guardians of the Galaxy movie is going to start? Like they drop off Thor at this planet and then they go do their own adventure? Or do you think Thor is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 for a bit? Mm, Yeah. Like this is the, what we're seeing is the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy
0: 3 movie? They didn't really give us much, like we don't know much about what, the plans are for guardians right because suicide is not suicide squad still filmed or still being worked on it's been
1: out for a while no, i just haven't been paying attention you just haven't
0: it's been so out for but a is, while. It, yeah. is they're not
1: working on guardians active yeah they're doing a holiday special and then they're doing guardians of the galaxy oh they're doing 3. a
0: holiday special
1: yeah i think it's supposed to be like a disney plus holiday special comes out this year i think is that by james gunn i think so holiday special is i'm i'm not 100 percent sure but i think he i think james gunn definitely has a talk uh, or say in
0: it okay um but we're here talking about thor i follow james gunn on twitter and okay. he, he does reply often to a lot of people talking about like asking questions and stuff but he hasn't really said much which usually he's kind of a very opinionated and talkative lad on the twitter yeah. so
1: maybe Guardians of the galaxy 3 isn't out yet like isn't in production yet
0: uh, I would imagine that they're maybe yeah writing on this right working on the script then um I would assume that Thor will probably be in it is what I'm thinking yeah. based on the whole you'll see Thor again it's unlikely that they're gonna do a fifth Thor movie that's fair so I would assume he would show up in either an Avengers film of some sort or be in a guardians film um but if he's in a guardians film, it would obviously be covering that moment in time where he's with them, right? Post so, end
1: game, pre Thor love and thunder. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to be pre
0: this movie. Yeah. I agree. Unless, yeah. Unless like
1: you said, maybe they, the first act they have
0: Thor, they're like, okay, go do your own thing, Thor. So we get to enjoy the humor again of that scene of Thor leaving and giving, we see from And giving Star-Lord his ship. Exactly. That's how Star-Lord, that's the origin story of how Star-Lord got his got, ship.
1: Got Thor's ship.
0: Yep. Thor gave his ship to him.
1: Exactly. Uh, some positive things that you thought about the movie overall.
0: Um, I thought the music choice was great. Um, I thought it was fun. Obviously it's like classic rock. So it was fun to jam out to. Um, when the, when, when the, when the big songs came on, Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, the like chromatic, like no, the black and white, uh, scene was very cool.
1: Um, villain was good. Villain was good. Did you like that? They went comic book accurate with Jane Foster. To the se- to the extent that she had cancer, and Mjolnir was, like, one of the few things that could kind of, like...
0: Well, I don't know how else they would have spun her getting the hammer.
1: No, I agree. I was just... I was surprised, personally, that they... It was
0: cool route. in terms of, like, obviously, Mjolnir is broken. Yeah. And, obviously, when she picks up the hammer,
1: it's not. It's just... It, like, comes back together, yeah.
0: I thought that was cool, and I thought that the way they did... Um, the, like some of her moves where the thor the when she threw the hammer it would actually break into pieces i thought that was a nice
1: shot actually that was they did that, th-
0: yeah. she did it a couple times which was really cool but yeah i i think it wouldn't make much sense to not have her be sick maybe i guess you could argue like not being cancer maybe something else but that's like part of the whole reason right she goes and picks up the hammer or goes to the hammer it's calling out to her and she she's in her mind, she's thinking it's a, it's magic that it can cure her. she can't understand that has could potentially cure her exactly. Yeah. So I thought that was sad, and I the other thing was
1: she did pass away, and I thought that that was good. I should probably mention that the first act, the meme stuff was all Thor based, and it's not meme based on the whole Jane Foster aspect. Yeah, yeah just to no. clarify that.
0: No, like Jane comes in later. But she yeah I thought it was pretty good I'd like I'm the whole her self-sacrificing to save Thor was nice um I did not expect it isn't that in the comics it's the same way like not to save Thor but she knows that she can't pick up the hammer again and she picks up the hammer and is like the hero of of the moment.
1: I do believe so, so yeah. So, that
0: is accurate in terms of like the decision was still there of like, you can't pick up this hammer or it's going to kill you. Yeah. And she made the decision to be the hero. I also thought super touching that she made it to Valhalla. I thought that that was super cool that they welcomed her there. Yeah, Honda like, was
1: there to welcome her.
0: You know, she died in combat. She died. She was a god, quotation. That was a nice
1: soft foreshadowing when uh, Thor's talking to Sif about it. Like, yeah. it was supposed to be like a joke, but it was actually solid foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, and I liked it. I liked that she she entered Valhalla. That's kind of like a cool little, you know, you Mm -hmm. know where she is, you know. I personally
1: enjoyed uh, that this movie brought pieces from all the different Thor movies. Like, we saw characters we haven't seen in a while. Um, Even, like, really random characters. Like, so Marvel has a couple short films called, like, Team Thor or, like, Team Daryl or whatever the heck it is about, like, Thor living with his roommate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Daryl's in the movie. He's one of the uh, tourist, the tourist guides.
0: Oh, he's one of the tourists.
1: Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he was one. Of, he was one of the tourists. He was one of the guides that actually worked, like in on Asgard. one of the ships or something, or just in like the park area. Oh, okay, he in was the a park. tour guide. And I was like, oh, okay, that was a soft, like, random cameo, I guess, from a random Thor movie. But we saw other people from the Thor movies. Like, we saw basically we saw the trio from the first one.
0: Yeah. For we saw them.
1: The assistant and the. Yeah, we Joker.
0: saw we saw everyone from the the first like the big people from the first yeah. two movies,
1: and the fact that Matt Damon came back to play theater Loki, even and Chris Hemsworth's brother to play Thor in the theater aspect too.
0: Well, yeah, I think like that's just taking the humor from yeah the third movie, right? Putting it back in. No, for sure. But what did you what did you think of Asgard being like a tourist destination? I feel like that's probably pretty accurate. That's really it.
1: I mean, I'm gonna touch upon the fact that a lot of people have made memes about this on the internet. But the fact that there was an ice cream shop called Infinity Cones and people mm-hmm. are like, "Why would you make an ice cream shop after a terrible incident that happened?" Like sometimes you just have to
0: embrace it. Exactly, I you thought know. it was funny. Yeah, um, there was a tragic event, but it got fixed. Yeah, and I mean, people cream. still went through hard sh- times. Oh yeah, you know, no, cause, it's terrible, yeah, you know. But at least the people were back, and uh, you know, it's not like they were celebrating
1: Thanos. No, they just wanted to sell ice cream. But I thought it was pretty cool. I think it's an interesting touch because realistically, it would be that, like Asgard. If it was yeah, I would definitely it would be a be tourist, tourist to destination
0: it. in real life for sure. Yeah,
1: can't argue with that. With
0: all the cruise ships there and stuff. That was like... That
1: oh, was perfect. It was great.
0: Um, what else? What else? What else did you like? Did you like anything else?
1: Similar to you, I love the gore, of the God Butcher scenes, like the cinematography of it, the absence of color, even seeing like the young kids and stuff. I thought that was kind of interesting. Seeing Heimdall's son, I thought that was great.
0: It was also I... cool that um. It became a place for people that didn't fit in to the regular Earthlings. Yeah, right. Like it wasn't just Asgardians that were there. Yeah, it wasn't just a tourist destination. it right? wasn't just for Asgards, It was for it was, people like it was. There was, was definitely other races that maybe aren't exactly
1: fitting, Friendly fitting in, fitting into.
0: Because like some of the kids were like, "We're not Asgardian," and Thor's like, "Well, you are today. <laughs> like I'll you are now." There. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was kind of cool that you know. To learn that it's not just Asgardians that are living there, it's like you know multiple races are now there,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: But um, yeah, I thought the hammer stuff was weird, like the the weaponry stuff with uh Thor and his
1: axe and the hammer. The and... weird like sliding onto screen. Yeah, like it
0: having a per- like a real personality. Like I know that they're magical weapons, and like you know have to be worthy to pick up mjolnir but we never saw like the hammer ever really have feelings or a personality, personality or anything per se,
1: yeah it's so it was a little weird but well, you little... can make the argument that like realistically thor would be like that to his hammer like it is his prized possession right
0: well no i get the importance of and like him being jealous that someone's using the hammer and that it's that well one it's back together and he's super happy about it but he's like
1: i'm not using it so i'm sad like the one but, scene where he like walks over and he's like he's like reaching in to see yeah to try and pick get it, 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 it up yeah honestly i would have been well and he gives it to
0: her there's the scene where he literally picks it up and gives it to her and he's like he's like haha here you go but he he wanted to know he was still worthy
1: yeah exactly but uh i thought i was i was the, surprised not the axe surprised. was cringy yeah the axe was cringy like the little jealous it was yeah weird. that was i didn't like that at i kind of want to kind of didn't want him to pick up mjolnir like i kind of wanted him to try and pick it up but just not like do the whole steve rogers thing from of ultron where it moves a little bit but he's not like fully worthy kind of thing
0: well steve rogers was fully worthy oh he was he yeah, knew, yeah, yeah and he knew he knew. He just didn't want to show off exactly because even thor like freaks out in that scene but totally. i yeah i don't I, I i don't know i thought the axe was just a, a bit a bit too much i think mm-hmm. it was also weird that he was having an okay time teleporting himself. I forget what the teleportation's called. In like when
1: he creates the bridge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then all of a sudden, once PC's millionaire, like it's then all of a sudden, like it just seemed to plot convenience because he was able to teleport. And then they're like, oh, I guess you can't tell. You need, like, you know, need a ship to be able to, like, target your.
1: And I'm like, oh. well, I think the whole point is that, like, the two spots they were trying to get, where AK, where Zeus and everyone else was, like, you can't just teleport to that that's fair and then even like the shadow realm kind of thing definitely you can't you can't couldn't. teleport
0: to the shadow realm you need a millennium item for exactly. that exactly
1: is mjolnir a millennium item <laughs> the axes damn
0: yeah um but yeah there was like you know the sad there were some sad parts with the whole cancer stuff and i did I, when i saw the um trailers I thought it was a little, the suit was a little cringy, but it was okay. Jane the Jane
1: Foster's suit I thought was pretty oh, good. Oh, that was
0: amazing. It literally was. Regular
1: Thor's not so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it made sense the way, like, he, like, kind of, like, tried to, like, make himself look better. Yeah. But it it was, I liked Jane Foster's. It looked really good. Yeah, the Mighty Thor is pretty good. And it was, like, that scene where, like, it wasn't working that kind of got me, like, where she, like, breaks the sink because she's still sick. Yeah. That's kind of depressing. Um but the okay, this is a negative I had with the film. And I don't know if this is cuz it's MCU or if it's cuz just the way they wrote it, but it really felt like there was no um sense of danger for anyone. Like Jane dies, but we know she's going to die because of the cancer. Mm-hmm. The villain dies, in a way, that's like, yeah, like, you kind of expected it because same, similar to Jane. Basically, the weapon is there and, like, they're killing them. Once the weapon's gone, they both die. So, okay, those die. But, like, I don't expect any of the kids to die. But um, the Valkyrie gets stabbed. She's fine. We um, the The whole introduction of the butcher for Thor, he goes to save his friend. She's missing an arm. She's fine. Sif, yeah. There's just like, everyone's fine. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's just like, it didn't feel like there was ever any like, like, it would, I think it could have been better if the Valkyrie would have actually passed away. Cause then it, like, you know, there was real danger.
1: Yeah. I, I, I can agree with that. I think I had a similar point, but it wasn't as negative. I thought this was a, finally, a different take on the MCU for when it came down to conflict. So majority of the Marvel movies is very much like man versus man. You have Iron Man versus the Iron Monger, you have Hulk versus Abomination, you have the Avengers versus Loki and the Cherry, you have the Avengers versus Ultron, the Avengers versus them each other. Civil War, right? Endgame, obviously Thanos. But this is, in my opinion, one of the first Thor movies that it's less about man versus man conflict, and it's mostly man versus self. Because if you break it down, you have Jane Foster Thor. Man versus self. So she's finding a way to cure cancer, but the cancer is also killing her. You have regular Thor, Chris Hemsworth, who is just depressed, but trying to figure himself out. He himself has his own weakness because he's second guessing if he's worthy or not. He's now distracted by Jane Foster. His own feelings, he gets inside his head. Even Gore, the, good, the God Butcher, is still man versus self because he wants to protect his daughter. He wants to get his daughter back. Like He's betrayed by the gods. Exactly. It's less... Thor versus Gore, the God Butcher, in this movie, and it's mostly about them versus themselves. That's so I right. think that's a different take that we haven't really seen too much in superhero movies, in my opinion. Doesn't make it does this make Thor Eleven Thunder the best Marvel movie because of that? No. But I think it was something different that we finally saw from a story standpoint.
0: Yeah, I think I don't know, so there's Okay, I'm going to bring up a couple things and you tell me the answers because I haven't looked anything up. This is just like my initial things that I wrote on my phone when I was watching the movie. After the movie. Yeah. I didn't pull up my phone during the movie. Because you're not one of those people. But, um, so they they visit Zeus and all these gods, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then Zeus says there's nothing to worry about for him getting to the end or whatever because he doesn't have the key. Zeus seemed pretty confident he knew what the key was. The key was Thor's axe.
1: Was it the axe, or was it Zeus's lightning bolt?
0: It was the axe. He
1: had the axe. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, okay. I see what you mean. Sorry.
0: He had the axe in the ground, like, to... So, why didn't didn't Zeus mention that the key was the axe and not to go basically give the guy the key? Second, on top of that, is... This is, like, this is a big, uh his axe wasn't created until a couple of years ago. Well,
1: at this point of the story, it's about seven years ago. Yeah. Years seven
0: ago. years. But we're talking about a place like where, where he's trying to go, mm-hmm. where the God butcher is trying to go has existed for God knows how long. And the key got created seven years ago. Did you think about that when you watched it? Cause I was just like, that axe is new in terms of weapons. It would have been way better if it was Mjolnir. Yeah. Because it would have made sense, because it's like this iconic, old, ancient, legendary weapon of Thor.
1: Unless you could... Like, I'm not trying... Like, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, because there's someone on the internet that's definitely going to say something like this. Because Mjolnir was broken at the time the power of Mjolnir would have been absorbed into that new axe, because that axe actually gave Thor more power than Mjolnir, right? Because you look at the first two Thor movies, and he has Mjolnir, you know, but then he gets... Thunderstrike? Whatever it's called. No, Thunderstrike's a character. Whatever his axe is called, the battle axe. And all of a sudden, Thor's much more powerful. So, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I completely but understand. But why does Thor
0: being more powerful mean...
1: Have anything to do with the key? Because that P, prob- that key probably has added power to it somehow. You know? But to be fair, if you look at... Like, Taika Waititi said that there was like a couple characters that got cut. One of them was the giant that created Thor's axe. So right. There was supposed to be a scene with him in it, and maybe that was supposed to explain a little bit more. But I do understand your point. It really doesn't make sense because how was that axe so powerful?
0: Yeah, just that 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 was my one issue was definitely like I'm like, how could the axe be the key? The axe isn't old. Mm-hmm. It would have made more sense if if it was Zeus's lightning bolt or something that Zeus knew about and that whole scene was just really weird cuz like it Zeus basically hints that he knows what the key is cuz he's like oh he'll never get it like i know like the key yeah but but he didn't or he didn't care
1: i just think Zeus didn't care
0: but he knew he clearly knew that thor was going and if if Zeus is to care about anything it's himself
1: sorry i'm trying to think back to the movie right now because <laughs> have I have I got it, you in a in a, is in a it, what is the it, heck? Isn't Thunderstrike what's leading them to get to that area though?
0: It led them to get there. Yeah, and then they wanted he the God Butcher wanted the axe. You remember Jane chucks the axe yeah, in his yeah, face yeah, yeah. because that's the, the key. key.
1: Yeah, no, no, I get it.
0: Right, and then he gets it, and then he puts it in the ground when he's with all the kitties, and it's slowly and opening the portals.
1: Yeah. See, my thing is, is that is that the only key like did he just need a particular god master weapon to unlock it like if he got zeus's master bolt and if that's the
0: case i'm just saying it wasn't it wasn't specified i know i know it's it very strange just that, the, that the axe, theory i theorize it as yeah well, it's just strange sure. that the axe is the key i thought that that was i have it here in my notes how can the axe be the key it was only made x years ago that's literally like my quick note and then i said plot was questionable <laughs> So I definitely think that that was I also have no repercussions for anyone um, important other than Jane dying like that. and yeah. that's something I already covered. Um, and then the other thing I didn't like was like the classic Takanojitsu, the villain. He he made it to literally the exact spot he wanted. And then and he's been killing gods this whole time. And then that's the moment where he's like, no, nah, I'm good. You're right. You've convinced me.
1: Oh, I'm gonna pick
0: love, love and friendship conquers all. Get it because it's love and thunder. I get it, but it just like doesn't mean it's I good. hate that style of um, storytelling. And giving up,
1: yeah, the classic and, like, villain. Cliche. Yeah,
0: it happens too often, and so I didn't really enjoy that. Um, the Valhalla game we talked about, I like that. Um, I did think it was interesting that like the gods make fun of Thor, but Odin was definitely been to that
1: area. Yeah, and participated. Odin was a respected person. So I'm
0: just wondering why like did Odin not take Thor ever? You know, like um, I just find it strange that because Thor takes takes over, and then the Valkyries take it takes over, but like in terms of like the realms, like. These Norse gods are very high figures in terms of, like, people that believed in them and stuff. In
1: theory, but once Odin, like, dips, kind of changes everything for Norse mythology. Because, like, realistically, if the other gods cared, they would have helped stop Hela and the whole stop the whole Ragnarok thing, right?
0: Well, they just said, I mean, gods only protect their own. That's what I mean, yeah. But I just think that... It's not like, oh, even with Odin gone, Asgard still exists and there's still Thor, like one of like the most powerful gods in that. Well, Asgard kind of exists. I'm just saying the god, ex- the one of the most powerful gods within that mythology still exists. Yeah. So it's just weird that he's not ever invited or welcomed there, really. Like, it didn't seem like Thor would have to sneak in, I guess. is
1: mm-hmm.
0: did, That didn't make sense to me. That's fair. Because he seems like an important enough slash big enough god to be...
1: But you can make the argument that he... You know, like, he can just pull out his god passport and be
0: like, yep, Thor, god of thunder.
1: Thunder, what's up, what's up?
0: You know, he's not, like, some random schmuck god. Yeah. So that was um, a little odd, I thought.
1: Got any theories for what's coming next?
0: Well, obviously, based on the thing, it sounds like Hercules is going to cause some sort of chaos on Earth or something, and then Mm -hmm. Thor's going to fight him. But that seems very... uh, Thor 5-esque. So I don't know. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or if that's just a tease at like, mm. something that could happen. I didn't think that Zeus was dead either when the whole scene happened, so I wasn't shocked to see him alive. That's fair. But what is there anything you didn't like, Matt? I, I went on a little bit of a rant there. No, I'm right. sorry. I
1: think you pretty well covered it. Like, there's points I didn't think about that you've kind of talked about even. Um... I'm really just trying to think right now. I think, like, Zeus... The character of Zeus, I think, was I was not really okay with because he was... Zeus is, like, the god of gods and everything. But I guess him being cocky kind of makes sense in a way. Like So I kind of understood that. Um, Hercules showing up at the end, I'm kind of pumped because I have this huge theory for, like, end of phase four, and, like, that just, like, confirmed my theory more. And that's, like, the whole Dark Avengers thing. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, my theory is that their hydra like cuz Madame hydra shows up in the end of black widow and then she pops up in falcon winter soldier and it looks like she's slowly creating the original avengers like the core 6 team but different characters so she's making like her own dark avengers team and like it just like my it just theorizes because in falcon winter soldier you get introduced to us agent who's a character in the comics who joins the dark avengers who would be their captain america equivalent you have elena who was in the Black Widow movie, and she shows up in one of the Disney Plus shows. There's your Black Widow equivalent. You get introduced to a character named Echo in the Hawkeye show. There's your Hawkeye equivalent. Now you have Hercules, who is easily your Thor equivalent. You know, God, you know.
0: Strong God. Strong guy.
1: God, really. So the And then for Hulk, Abomination is apparently going to be in the She-Hulk show.
0: Okay, so you're gonna introduce so your, your Hulk your, character. There's
1: your Hulk equivalent, right? He's also sh- been shown in another movie or... Did you watch Shang-Chi?
0: Uh, no.
1: Okay, so Abomination pops in there for like a couple minutes. It's nothing overly Just important. that he's in there. Yeah. So the only character we have left to cover is Iron Man, which Armor Wars is getting a Disney Plus show. Okay. And the rumor is that the Justin Hammer, like Sam Rockwell's character from Iron Man 2 is going to return. So if he comes back...
0: He could just make an Iron Man suit. There's that the quotations. Iron Man suit, yeah. Iron
1: Man comparison, right? Obviously it sucks because... My original theory was that Thunderbolt Ross was going to be Red Hulk, and that'd be Cloven. But unfortunately, that actor passed away. <coughs> Rest in peace.
0: Yeah, that would have been great having a.
1: But that would have been amazing to see a Red Hulk. But I think honestly, like we are, like my big theory right now is that we're coming up to a Dark Avengers, and that's going to be the next big thing, at least from a Disney Plus standpoint overall. Mm-hmm. Like I think we're definitely going to be seeing that if it happens. I'll be super happy. If not, it is what it is. Marvel probably has a rough idea of what's going on.
0: Yeah, I would assume that they have a plan.
1: I would think, anyways, but that's my—that's one of my big theories. Like, I have other theories for the MCU, but that's like my big one that I'm leaving with right now.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, I thought I don't—it just wasn't my favorite movie. That's fair. Um, and I thought that I feel like when you go so heavy on humor, and it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit, it's not as good. What was you were in a full theater though, so was it like everyone laughing?
1: Oh yeah, like a lot of kids were laughing. Like it definitely had that traditional experience. People were like, the whole like, whoa at the end of Zeus not being dead. Like people were laughing about the goats. Like okay, my, so My yeah. personally, like my thing, I didn't really like too much about this film was probably the fact that like Korg's body died and he was just kind of like a head for a little bit.
0: Yeah, that was also weird.
1: I was like, okay. And then he like met his. He,
0: but that's what else. Another person, another character that didn't die. It's true right like something happened and they just no
1: doesn't matter. No, he just grew back to normal and had a kid at the end.
0: Good for him. He stayed in that volcano the big rock
1: guy named Dwayne.
0: Never heard of him. <laughs> but they uh had a nice mustache though. That's yeah, true. Don't know how he grew a mustache, but it is possible. I'm impressed. But, but yeah.
1: Connor, do you have anything to add to uh, your thoughts on Thor: Love and Thunder to end this special up?
0: No, I think I uh, basically went uh, went all out on everything. I thought
1: um, I thought it was
0: okay. Wasn't A solid okay. Was not. I liked
1: uh, Ms. Marvel more than Thor. Really? Yeah okay okay i can respect that actually they're 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 pretty well the same for me
0: i enjoyed watching ms marvel and i thought at least like it was a new
1: character and i was like
0: at least interested Mm -hmm. in what was happening
1: would have you have liked thor love and thunder more if loki showed up even just for a second no no you're not like a tom hiddleston fanboy i just
0: think loki's like happened to him i
1: mean he's been at this point they
0: may, may as well have just had loki and killed him off again may as well have just, just continue the yeah just continue on with the loki dying but yeah no that wouldn't have changed anything for me yeah i just think for me like i enjoyed like although miss marvel i don't think was amazing i thought it was decent but it was cool to learn about a character the character's culture the character like coming into her own and someone with definitely unique powers yeah and trying to learn more about like what's going on there than the thor humor
1: that's fair. I can't argue with that. It's a lot. It domain. would have been
0: cooler if Jane didn't have to die and Thor became unworthy. And then Jane is Thor for <coughs> like Jane is Thor for like the uh, remainder of the MCU. Go
1: straight. You would have been more happy if another character didn't die, even though one of your biggest thing about this movie is the fact that people didn't die.
0: True. But I'm saying it is in terms of like she takes on the Thor role. Yeah, that's fair. And Thor's unworthy. Because then you're creating a new storyline of why is Thor unworthy and again? That would have
1: pumped a good Thor movie out. Right?
0: Like, like I get that Thor 1's kind of meh. but Because it is that story of he's unworthy. But wouldn't it have been more interesting if something happened to cause him be- to become unworthy again? Mm-hmm. And Jane's the Thor. And she's the hero. And she's the
1: Thor we follow through the have been a, great next MCU because for a bit. Because the way certain shows have been going, it looks like we're getting a full like Marvel Now kind of treatment from the comics. Yeah. Which, to be fair, what I appreciate of the MCU right now, it does feel like we're reading, like, it's equivalent to a comic, really. We follow these characters, we have a giant event, and then here's a soft little reboot.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Like, it does feel like a traditional comic Marvel kind of moment, you know?
0: Yeah, and it feels like they're trying to get more into, like, some of the newer characters and some of the newer stories. Exactly, and like I think it's a perfect time. Like for to... like Ms. Marvel.
1: And I think it's good, too, for people that are scared to get into the MCU as well, like, this whole phase four is a good introductory to different characters. Like, obviously, with Doctor Strange, there is a lot of characters that we've seen before.
0: Well, and Doctor Strange is also, I mean, he's hard to keep up with because of
1: everything else. Multiverse
0: stuff does confuse um, more normal viewers, I think. I agree. Time travel and... and uh, Time travel and multiverse is multiverse a little Multiverse stuff is um, like harder Shang for the more a
1: average Marvel a good start.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. I think I think Ms. Marvel is a good is a good starting point for a lot of people. If you're like you are getting into the MCU, it's something that follows the more traditional. This is the origin. This is how this character got their powers, etc. But yeah, that's been uh, this episode.
1: Our uh, second anything? special. Do you have anything
0: to add on, Matt? Not really.
1: No. Uh, just something to add to the for the viewers here is if there's any movies or any TV shows or something that you guys want us to check out. Leave us a comment on the Instagram, email us, you know, tweet us, DM us on Instagram. We're on all different social media, so if you guys have a movie you guys want us to watch, review, so on and so forth, don't f- don't be afraid to reach out to us. We're definitely yeah, up. We to also videos.
0: we also do post questions uh, often on Spotify. On Spotify, as well, yeah. So to, um, make so sure you, you go are through are our Spotify
1: episodes, see if you can find any of the questions, you know, and give us an answer. We're curious to hear. We're curious to hear from you guys, you know, and drop a question somewhere because we love answering your guys's questions which you'll be seeing in various upcoming episodes. And obviously, remember to share us on all your different social medias. Get those new viewers to jump into the Nerdy Misfit community.
0: Yeah, if you guys have any friends or anything, you know, make sure to let them know about our existence. We would greatly appreciate it. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please drop a review and a rating. It helps a lot for us in growing. Other than that, we're on every other major podcast platform. On uh, yeah join us here on misfit island by following us on the nerdy misfit socials we're on instagram we're on twitter youtube um, we'll have a link
1: for our youtube as well and hopefully tiktok in the near future but stay tuned
0: yeah and yeah stay up to date on all things nerdy misfits on those social medias we'll see you guys next time